Hey, Cass. Yeah? I have a quick question for you. What? How long have you been fucking Nate Jacobs? <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? How long have you been fucking Nate? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. What are you talking about? Well, I just, I, I saw her get in his truck and then kiss him and drive off. That was like, what, like a, uh, like a month ago? Uh, are you kidding me? Uh, Cass, that's like really bad. <laughs> no, I don't. You're fucking Nate? Are you kidding me? No, I, I don't even know why she would say that. You're lying. Yeah, can we just table this conversation? Okay, no, no, you expect me to stand here next to my best friend who's been lying to me about fucking my ex-boyfriend? I'm okay. literally gonna get violent. No, there is no- Cash, I'm literally about to get violent. You better be joking. <laughs> Listen, this this was the moment that made us have- We had to come back after oh that. Oh my gosh. Just to talk about this, this wow. scene right here. We had to come back to talk about this scene, this episode. This whole series. Oh my gosh. Just so good. Yeah. I mean, and just like so that, good. I mean, and just like that. It's gone. It's done. You know, no, I was about to go into a, I was like, oh. and just like that, we are back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carrie Bradshaw. With season five of Cold Pop. Speaking of which, I want to talk about that too. So okay, I'm putting we'll that on the list because we'll I want to talk about that there. too. This is going to, I mean, this yes. is going to do some backtracking because there was some pretty iconic TV that happened while yes. we were away. Um, but there's also all of these brand new shows <sighs> so coming out much and good some TV things like that. So we definitely want to take some time to focus on those and learn a little bit more about, you know, what I'm watching, what you're watching. Yeah. Um, but of course, always we have to bring back our same messiness and <laughs> woo child. Wait a minute now. All of that is going to You're the only well. messy one here. No, baby. No, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. You've definitely graduated. You have <laughs> Summa a cum laude. degree. Yes. Summa cum laude. Summa cum laude. And messiness. <laughs> um... On. Nothing much, you know. Once again, Chicago winter is just whooping my butt. I I just I don't know how much longer I'm gonna have I'm gonna be able to put up with this. Like I feel like in the the month of March alone, we have gone through all four seasons in well, yeah, the span that's how of a it week. Goes. I have a pretty um, good video on like my Instagram I think mm -hmm. maybe a few years back that really shows what the what quarter one and quarter two of Chicago look like like it's just one day it's 60 the next day it's two below the next day it's 80 <laughs> yeah the next day it's raining you're not so new to this I right I, I I feel like I'm a Chicago resident now 
I've been You're here four a years. You have an address yeah. in the city. We're <laughs> yeah. not going to call you a Chicago win. A Chicago. I feel like I maybe we'll am on the precipice of but being I mean, I don't a Chicago hold that title win. either. I, you know, you I, probably do now. I see myself as someone who's been in Chicago for a bit. Has it, has it been a decade? How many years? Oh, no. Not that long. I'm not that old. Well, you've been here eight years? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a decade. Eight. Yeah, I think that's right. Or this will be your ninth year. I might be coming up on nine in June. Uh, yeah, you're coming up on a decade, so you're definitely a, a Chicago. I don't know about all of that. I mean, and you've lived in the city limits this entire time. Yeah, but I mean, outside of that, there's just I mean, you have to learn what to expect when it comes with this weather. Oh so, uh, so. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I've been doing. What have you been doing? Um, nothing much. Turned another year older. Oh uh, yeah, since been away. Happy and, belated. Yeah. Um. Thank you. And um, starting to put some things into perspective, life wise. You know, once you hit a certain age. Yeah. Woman you have of a to certain really age. Really start. You know. I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. Let me see what retirement looks like for me. Right. <laughs> what What is and how the far end away game? am I? But yeah. no. Um. Uh, have been doing that and just also of course keeping up with so much like television and TV that uh, I mean you know television and film that it's been um, it's been <laughs> a pretty lazy time for me watching just TV and, and movies all the time but I've, I've enjoyed mm-hmm. it nice yeah well and, and honestly that's kind of what we're here to do. We've kind of flipped the format a little bit, um, kept some of your favorites, and then also introduced some new uh, segments. But we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive into some of our the TV shows that we've been watching that everyone's been watching, yeah. and give our mini breakdowns of what we thought of the season, um, character development, plot arcs, all of that jazz. We have thoughts. Yeah. So for all my pop stars, basically, what this is gonna look like. Is, is that Marcus and I will spotlight two different TV shows each episode. Talk a little bit about, you know, what they're about, why we're watching, what speaks to us. Yeah. But don't worry, we're keeping all of your favorites. So, of course, we have Wu Chow, and yes. then we will be ending with Fizz or Flat. Now, our infamous spill segment will happen a little bit later in the week, but... That is something that you can still look forward to receiving from us. So we're keeping and everything. This first spill segment. We're just, we're just switching it up. <laughs> this first spill segment. Um. Oh, you saw the outline? Yeah. Oh, I saw. Oh. Yeah, I, th- I mean, okay. I'm excited. So, okay. okay. All right. Before we get there, though, let's just talk about what you watched this week. Ah, yes. So my main two TV shows that I was watching this week, um, uh, last week, tonight, came back for their seventh season, I think. Um, it's John Oliver. John Oliver They've won been, a ton I of mean, Emmys. He's got probably all kind of money. Yeah, yeah. What do you think he makes per episode? That's what I really want to know. I'm sure it's not a million dollars, but I think John is definitely a respected person in the the late night TV game. Yeah, and he has a good show. I watch it. I definitely. love the show. Yeah. So I was watching that, and of course, one of the shows that we will talk about in a future episode. After Party, um, okay. Apple TV. Very. I've, I've watched two episodes right now, and I I think there are eight total. So I still need to finish carry on in this series. But I'm watching After Party, so very interesting. Nice, nice, nice. What are you watching? Um, I'm still with all of my reality TV stuff, and of so you know I'm now doing. Uh, we're finishing up Salt Lake City and 
Candy and the Gang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is on so watching that as well as um, Pam and Tommy, which I think we will do a spotlight on in yes. a future episode because yes. it's really, real. I'm I'm really excited about it. the first episode. I was kind of like, mm, but as you get into it, um, it's it's definitely what did you call it? Engaging. What did you call it? How did you describe uh, it? Delightfully camp. <laughs> this note. This uh, the creators of this know that they're not trying to create a real life serious biopic type of show right no this is definitely a nod to nostalgia and the you know just the time that Baywatch was on and Pamela Anderson was like at her prime see well when you Um, describe it like that because I was already going to watch it but now I'm even more intrigued because I'm like what it's just yeah it's just a very huge nod to it um definitely lots of penises Mm -hmm. um the Emmy for most penises shown in a in a a TV show is it's it's between uh Euphoria and and Pam and and Tommy Tommy. (laughs) it's going to be between those two so and they winner is who knows find out at this year's um, Oscars but no it's really good so we will do a spotlight on that one and then I also just started Bust Down which I definitely want to do uh, go in a little bit more in depth because I've just started this show. Yeah, but, I just um, saw an episode of that too. So Bust Down, um, who uh, has featured Sam J and Langston Kerman, uh, Chris Red as well, um, are all kind of prominent comedians and c- came together on this project that's on Peacock. Uh, really funny, uh, complex, kind of cringy though. So it's I, that's my favorite kind of comedy, and so I've mm-hmm. really enjoyed that. Oh, nice. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give it another episode. I don't know if I'm on board. Just okay, yet. definitely. I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed. That it first gives episode. me rem- reminiscence of Grand Crew and Southside, and so I'm like, if yeah. if all three of those shows are in the same orbit, I'm obviously going with Southside. And so, do I really want to watch the other two? I think that there's room for them to all. No, yeah, of course, absolutely. But I'm just saying my interest level. Like, does my interest support three of the same show? Because mm. that's what it kind of feels like. But I need. To, I just need to give it another. Ep- Maybe I need to give another episode. Maybe because I feel Maybe like Grand Crew gives us a different kind of um, black millennial than we get in. Then we get in Bust Down. And then what about Southside? I feel like maybe Southside and uh, Bust Down are maybe closer linked mm-hmm. because if I'm I, I, if I'm right, I believe Langston is like from like Oak, he's from like Chicago area, maybe mm-hmm. like Oak Park, but like yeah, he's from like the Chicago area. So th- those might be a little bit closer married together because of their Chicago roots. Hmm. Okay, yeah. well. We'll see. Um, all right, well, let's move on. What do, uh, what do we got next? Okay, um, so it's time for our beloved <laughs> segment entitled Woochow. Woochile. Okay, so this is our rapid fire recall of some of the week's most talked about moments in pop culture. All right, um, I'm going to go ahead and get us kicked off 
with um, the hot topic this week, of course. You know, we've been following this Jesse Smollett case ever since Ooh. it began. Almost, you know, over three years ago um, now. But uh, you all know him as uh, Jesse or you know him as Jamal from Empire. He was recently sentenced um, 150 days in the Cook County Jail after the jury found him guilty of disorderly uh, felony disorderly conduct. Now, along with this, he also had to pay um, around $130,000 in fines and mm-hmm. is going to uh, be on probation for a number of years. You said like 30 months probation? What did you... Yeah, it's like two months. It's like two years and some change. Yeah. Uh, now, what did you think about <laughs> the sentence uh, uh. in terms of, you know, what he, what all he had to do? Hmm. <laughs> um, okay. No, no, I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer. You know what? I want to talk about this. We're gonna. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna come back to this point. Okay. A little bit later. Okay. In so, the week. So do you want me to answer it? Or do yeah. You no. Know? Go ahead. I, do I think that this was the right sentence? No. Got it. Um. Do I think that this maybe was a little harsh? Yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I I agree with that. I also thought that I I did not think that he was going to have to do any time. The probation, the the fines, some community service, maybe you know some things right. like that. Right. But uh, no, they definitely was. They're like you're going to do 150 days in Cook County. You're not going to like a nice no. yeah federal prison. <laughs> I don't know if any prison is nice, but you're, you're going to do that in the county jail. Do, do I think the, the, the justice system will... I'm Ooh. trying to just figure out how to word this. Do I the, think that the, the justice, justice system will make, his sh- make him serve all 150 days? Yes, I think. <laughs> I was about to say, they I will. really do think so. I think they um, will. So, yeah. So what was interesting about this whole thing was the uh, was the um, his little monologue, the scene that he did after the sentencing. Yeah, uh, he was like, you know, basically saying that I'm innocent. I'm not suicidal. Um, I am not suicidal. But then we get into, you know, he says. If I did this, then it means I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I just didn't know where we were going. He was just maintaining his innocence. Child. I mean, he's, he's never wavered on his innocence and he was convicted and now sentenced and it's rough anyway i hate to see it jesse i hate to see it for yeah. you but uh ooh, mm. chow. Ooh, chow. um okay so with sad news we just found out actually um the day of this recording singer tracy braxton has passed away at the age of 50 years old um she passed on saturday Tony Braxton and her family all broke the news on Instagram. 
Tony wrote in a post saying, It is with the utmost regret that we inform you of the passing of our sister, Tracy. Needless to say, she was a bright light, a wonderful daughter, an amazing sister, a loving mother, wife, grandmother, and a respected performer. We will miss her dear dearly. Tracy passed this morning as the snow was falling. Our angel is now a snowflake. We ask that you respect our privacy as we plan to send her home with love, celebrating her life. We are family forever. Love the Braxton family. What do you think about this? I mean, super sad, super sobering. I feel like um, 50 is so young. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Tracy, who, you know, I fell in love with through the Braxton Braxton family family values values and uh, rooted for you know as she began to i remember i remember downloading last call when it came out oh yeah because this i really wanted to make sure that she got all her coin but i um i was yeah it was, it was very sad to hear uh especially in terms of a family a family network that you know we see and we get to kind of see play out in terms of the dynamics and right you know that one very um, important part is not going to have a physical presence anymore. So. Yeah. yeah. Very sad. Ciao. Um, all right. What else do you have? Way to bring us down. I know. I'm sorry. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Um, so I wanted to really quickly just hit the Ryan Coogler situation because Let's. this was very interesting to me. Now, the the thing about this was. This happened back in January. Yeah, we didn't even know yeah, about it. Yeah, and now we're just finding finding out about it. But for those who don't know, Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther, Fruitvale Station, the Creed films as well, was recently mistaken for a bank robber um, in an Atlanta Bank of America. This is wild. So, I'm going to kind of give you a quick brush of the Please. situation. This is wild. <laughs> Ryan enters the the Bank of America. He's wearing his COVID mask mm-hmm. um, because re- remember this was this in January, um, and so he has his mask on. He has on a hat. He has on the sunglasses. Walks in, uh, fills out a bank deposit slip, and creates a little note to go with that deposit slip. Um, he proceeds to go up to the bank teller, hands her his debit card, his ID, the deposit slip, the and the note. Slip. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the withdrawal slip. Yes, because he's uh, making a withdrawal. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, with that, they go into uh, the questions that the bank teller poses because on the slip, um, he has what, how much he wants to take out, which is that $12,000 cash. Okay. And then the accompanying note says, I would like to withdraw $12,000 cash from my checking account. Please do the money count somewhere else. I'd like to be discreet. All right, so that was the note that he submitted to the teller. Now, somewhere at some point, the teller thinks that this is a bank robbery that is happening, goes back, tells the manager, they consult and call the police. Um, Wild. So the first footage that we get to see, and the footage has been released on the internet, um, is the actual body cam of one of the police officers going into the Bank of America. Drawing their Um, weapons. And they both have, so they have two officers having guns pointed at him. 
Ryan Coogler has, has no, no idea clue. what is going on. No so he's clue. just at the teller thinking that they're doing the money count in the back, waiting for his $12,000 cash. And then at this point, he's being told to put his hands behind his back as he turns around. Two police officers are there with guns. I mean, Ryan immediately point, cooperates. This is like, you know, this is probably worst case scenario yeah. nightmare for anyone. Yeah. But um, he complies with the police officers. They uh, arrest, they handcuff him, arrest him, and take him out, put him in the car, detain him, as well as I think he had some people with the him. Other group members, um, yeah. And had them uh, handcuffed and detained as well. Um, and then the police start asking questions. Yeah. After which, you know, all about 15 minutes, they finally figure out okay, this is not a bank robbery. They unhandcuff him. Um, and kind of, you know, start to talk to him a little bit about the situation. Ryan, who's obviously upset, you know, asks for badge, badge numbers, does that whole type of thing. But with all of this, they release the actual dispatch it's call. It's the 911 call for the, me. The, yeah. So the <laughs> call the that call is dispatched. Um, I, do you want to? Do you want to? Like, it's the way that we find (laughs) out how all of this went down. So, baby girl did not verify ID. She did did not do anything. She didn't do anything. I think she saw the note. And and I don't want to speak for her, but saw the note. And she possibly could have panicked. Definitely panicked. Um, So, the dispatcher is trying to talk them through this. They're like, well, he gave you his ID. Did you verify it? No, I didn't. Okay, well, does he have any weapons with him? No. No, no, he doesn't. Not that I see. Okay, well, maybe he just wants to be Maybe discreet. he just wants to be discreet. She was like, I don't know. This is just so weird. She's like, well, okay, we're sending a car en route. Now. The, you know what it's giving? It's giving very, what's the procedure? Very much, yeah. What's the procedure when there's a gun to your head? What's yeah. the procedure? Yeah, this I mean, this, this was, was just a, this was a wild, 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 wild situation. Marcus, what are your thoughts on this? I am, I am one hundred percent with Ryan Coogler and whatever action he chooses to take after this, because yeah. this could have all been preventable had someone just actually checked his ID that he gave you along with his pen and his debit card and a withdrawal slip with his account number and things on there. I mean, according what to him, you, you know, according to him, he has said, he did say that Bank of America has fixed the situation and he's satisfied with it. So that I don't got nothing else to say. Right. And yeah. so, okay. So yeah. if they've done that, Boom. but I do think that there is a deeper conversation of just once again, this is also a scenario that could have been horrific yeah yeah over a complete misunderstanding and so um definitely a woo child moment for me woo child all Um, right let's take a quick break yeah all right and then when we come back we are going to do our uh spotlights Uh, what's your spotlight so my spotlight Mm -hmm. is i'm going to do abbott elementary Ooh. well i'm going to um you what's the tiktok why aren't you in uniform squeak 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 (laughs) okay yes euphoria we're going to euphoria hi let's do it let's let's do it (laughs) all right we'll be right back All right, and we are back. 
Okay, pop stars, it is time for our cold pop spotlight. Yes. This is the time of the show where Marcus and I get to each spotlight a different TV show that we are watching. Talk about what we're watching and why we love it. All right. I want to kick us off. Let's do it. What do you All got? Right. And so I want to head up to Philadelphia and let's go to <laughs> Abbott Elementary. I love this All show. Right. So BuzzFeed's Quinta Brunson has set out on her own with the much talked about Abbott Elementary. Uh, the show basically um, focuses around Janine Teagues, who <laughs> is Quinta Brunson, um, who's a second grade teacher um, at a under under resourced elementary school. Um, Can we talk about how Janine Teagues is definitely a teacher name? Oh, definitely. Miss I, I mean, it's probably somebody. It's probably <laughs> one of the Janine. teachers um, that Absolutely. she had because <laughs> Abbott Elementary is actually the name from of her, her teacher, her yeah. teacher uh, who really yeah. uh, inspired her and supported her when she was in elementary Ms. school. Miss Abbott. So uh, I personally love this show yeah. um, and have been. It's definitely a part of my Tuesday night yep. routine. Is you know turning on ABC and watching Abbott Elementary. And laughing and also getting on Twitter to see what other people are saying. It's one of those shows with, that make you want to watch it live so that you can be a part of the conversation so on Twitter. Yep. The cool thing about this is that this is like a mockumentary style. Yeah. So it's uh, very similar to what you may see in like like The Office. It's definitely very Office But the cast really... Uh, brings this together. The ensemble cast is uh, is pretty legit. So you have Quinta um, as Janine, and then Tyler James Williams, who you may remember from Everybody Hates Chris. Oh yeah, plays Gregory, who's kind of like a like the young black male teacher. Um, and then you have Shirley Ralph, who Love you might remember character. from Greek Girls, or Moesha mm. as Barbara Howard. She's like the old pro. Barbara. Um, <laughs> And we can't forget Principal Ava. Okay, definitely. So newcomer, <laughs> the star. I would say Janelle James is definitely the she's so funny. Uh, surprise uh, yeah. standout from from this group because Principal Ava. Uh, she is pretty dope. She has some pretty cool, uh, pretty good Netflix comedy specials as well. Um, but she is she is a trip. Yeah, um, I really like her. So it has a pretty good cast and. Everyone has their own like parts to play. Uh, my personal favorite is the uh, janitor, uh, who is <laughs> William uh, Stanford Davis. He plays Mr. Johnson, who's the the janitor that references Always the Illuminati in and, and out. Um, <laughs> you know uh, Kanye West, the Going teachers fishing. of Kanye West. But I really do enjoy him. Now the the things that kind of stand out through this for me. Mm -hmm. um, Working relationships. Yeah. You know, they kind of, they talk a lot about that and like, yeah. you know, mentorship versus friendship and, you know, kind of have like how much of and yourself, work friends how much of your personal friends. life yeah. do you divulge to yeah. your work friends and things like that, following one's passion. Um, mm -hmm. So Gregory talks a little about, because he really wants to be in education, but his dad is pushing him to be in a more the lucrative more long career. The more service. Um, it, and, you know, it's kind of, I thought it was, I thought it was so funny they had Orlando Jones. Yeah, play the it dad. fit though. Yeah, it, it definitely, definitely did. Well, everybody, because that meme from, right. you know, from everywhere, but right. um, it's been, it's been pretty good. Any other themes stand out to you? Uh, no, I think you hit on the right ones. I think the ones that definitely stand out the most to me are um, 
the the work friends versus like home friends personal thing. I think How do you those feel are pretty about the crazy. Cast? I love the cast. I think it's very well cast, and I think um, Janelle James, like you said, is a hit. And but the kids, I, the kids are another part that I really, really enjoy about this show. No, I really do love the kids, and we get to see a different point of view of the teachers from their eyes, and so really do enjoy that. Quinta Brunson's boyfriend also <laughs> to me is a hilarious the rapper. Character. Yes. Uh, so what's I love his him. Uh, what's his uh, organization? I don't know what his organization is, but his name is Tariq, and it's played by actor Zach Fox. You know, it's the play um, on Dare. Like, they, it was something against drugs. I can't remember what it was. Dang, I don't but remember I, I mean, we've had some really, really great episodes. We're currently right now in a drought of Abbott they come back because so they will be, this, back, they will be this, back this week. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. I'm excited to get back into it. But uh, the ratings have been, like, through the roof. What, what um, are they? So, in terms of just in comparison, the Abbott Elementary has ABC's strongest comedy rating since the Modern Family finale. So, they have not That's had another big. one do perform so well. It's um, pretty big. Which, you know, I, has to make Quinta Brunson just feel like uh, over the moon. On top of the world. Like, this, right. is, this is it. But I think. The show is funny on its own, but yeah. Black Twitter has also done its thing it's with this really, show. Really, really, like put the word. That's out. my favorite part of like after the after the episode, getting on there to see the memes and the statuses that have been you know built around funny things that have been happening in mm-hmm. the show. So I thought that that's been a really nice um, accompanying piece to the experience of watching it no i've really really enjoyed this show and each episode has i've not been disappointed it's it kind of they all kind of stand on their own obviously you have your favorites but i love to kind of see them play out with the cast that they have so this is really good i really really enjoy it yeah and like also what i think is so cool is that it's now um the cast has started to do this like community outreach through um through the show and so uh, they actually are going to partnering with Scholastic Books to do a uh, free book fair for underfunded schools, um, mm. which is pretty dope. Yeah. So, and yeah. then they do donate money or something too to like uh, a teacher fund or something like oh, that. I'm, I'm sure remember. that they did. I mean, the commute, like I said, that's also been a huge blessing to this is that this is, you know, it feels for us by us. With, uh, right. You know, right. Quinta there. So. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, any future plot predictions? Anything that you feel like is going to happen I mean, with the remaining episodes? Obviously, they would. They are planning to tease us with a Janine and Gregory hook for sure. At some point, I don't think it's going to come season one. Though. It may not. It may not. Maybe. Maybe there's a kiss. Maybe there's not on the season finale. Just to kind of keep people. Will there might they, be a, they? a long hug. Oh yeah, or a lingering, or maybe Jimmy uh, breaks up with her boyfriend. As they've told her to do. Maybe the season finale, Jeanine breaks up with her boyfriend, so then she goes into season two single, ready to mingle. We'll see. And Gregory's right there as a full-time teacher now and no longer a substitute. That's what I think. <laughs> um, I don't want to see uh, Principal Ava go, but she needs to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got to stay on. She's too funny. She, her like so many like my Twitter on Tuesdays is a Principal Ava quote account. Yeah, like the, the sayings and stuff she has are yeah, hilarious. She's, so, no. Yeah, she's super funny. She'll so. be here. 
So I really love this show. So really nice choice. Uh, all right. Are we going to take a break or are we going to go into mine? Let's go into yours. Let's do it. All right. So get in uniform because it's time to go to Euphoria High. These school shows. This was such a crazy season. For all of you who have watched season two of Euphoria on HBO Max, what are your thoughts? What do you think? I mean, I think it was a strong follow up. There was a huge break. With yeah, Euphoria. yeah, because of the pandemic, um, though, and they created these kind of special episodes to kind of hold us over until um, season two came. But it was definitely a huge roller coaster ride from the very first episode all the way through the end. Um, I think when you, it's a. I think the season two is a masterclass in terms of how to pace a story. Yes. Um, because and it give always a character felt, somewhere to go. It always yeah. felt kind of as we were never getting like a filler yeah. episode. Every episode meant something. Um, and so how he kind of paced the, uh, characters throughout this, I think, is uh, something that should be looked at for sure. Um, yeah. and, and be an example. Okay, so let's go through some of the story themes here because um, I want to get your opinion. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Or what would you? What were you expecting to happen? So first off, Rue finally gets clean um, by the end of this season. What do by we the think? End, did yeah. we did we think this was going to happen, or did we think she was going to fall back into her old pattern of and relapse again? Um. Do like do I think moving forward she will, or did or I think that she that would point, get clean? Did you think that she would have gotten clean, or do you think that she would have continued to spiral? I think that there would have been at least some point of um, once that we learned how that she was playing this is that she was doing a lot of hiding, um, mm-hmm. so hiding from Jules, hiding from Mom, um, and her sister. I think that they would all yeah at some point kind of create. Um, the the shoe's gonna fall off the foot the other foot what's is that the what's the uh the quote? other foot's the other shoe will fall what's the, what what's done in the dark is gonna come to light let's go with that one that's you, the one I yeah, know I think you're trying I don't to mix up the, if the shoe I don't was know on that. the other foot but that one no it's yeah, uh I think you're mixing this, that one up no it's like something about the shoe fall the shoe's gonna fall off at some point the, you're waiting for the other shoe to fall the other shoe yeah, to drop yeah it's yeah basically because I think. With uh, with with Rue, we see a. This was in season one, especially in those special um, episodes as well. Rue needs to be able to have someone um, take care of her. Yeah, I yeah. And so, at some point, I think that she is going to want. She's going to have to exhibit that attention. But I think this season, by the end of this season, I think Rue has finally figured out how to take care of herself. I will see. I can only hope. Well, you know, I mean, so far, as we've seen, you know, she has chosen the path of sobriety instead of backpedaling again. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. But I think we've got a few other ones. Um, other storyline, Jules cheating on Rue with Elliot. Thoughts? Hoes is going to be hoes <laughs> at the end of the day. 
Yeah, I I didn't really care too much for that one, but I mean, I guess you had to give Jules something to do. I feel like Jules manipulates people with sex. <laughs> As reminiscent with, of season you know, one. Yeah, or with like um, love or, or yeah, attention, maybe you know, that kind of romantic loved. attention. Yeah, the romantic attention more so maybe than sex. Uh, okay, uh, Cassie sleeping with Nate. That was a big plot point this season. I was here for it, though. Yeah, it caused a lot of the drama. I, I knew that it was going to end horribly. Per um, our intro video. But I think they look cute together, too. Oh, okay, stop it. No, ma'am. No. I, I really do. I think that they look really cute. I'm like, oh, y'all cute. No. Okay, what do we think about Maddie getting assaulted by Nate? That was definitely This is with the assault. gun thing, right? Yeah. This was, um, this was definitely an assault. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I didn't know if it was going to yeah uh, have a huge effect on Maddie for the rest of the season. She how said, that played I'm moving. Out. But she... Um, I'm going to a different school. Is she? Yeah. At the end of the season, she had, she's going to a different school or something like that. Really? I missed that. But, okay. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's wild. I feel like... What do you mean you missed that? You remember when her and Minka Kelly were on the bleachers and she was giving her a going away gift? And it was a dress she kept trying on in the closet while she was away. You don't that remember was at that? The, I thought that was at the pool. That was when they were watching her child. But that, that I'm saying that was the moment that she was saying, I'm going to go to a different school next year. I'm oh, not gonna okay. go to this school no more. Mm-mm, I didn't because I that's that. why she was saying bye to him, and she was giving her that dress as it going away. Oh, okay. Which also knew, which also was a gag because she knew the bitch was trying it on. <laughs> well, there was like a recording thing. I think so. You yeah. remember that? That was kind of weird. And she didn't but, know. Yeah. Um, what do I think about Maddie getting assaulted by Nate? I feel like yeah, it's once again confirmation that at the core of who Nate is Trash. it's something nasty and dark something it needs he needs help yeah help um okay what about fez getting arrested on the season finale yeah super sad i hate to hate you hate to see it but yeah. i mean this is this is a cost of doing business and do, do we do a moment of silence for ashtray yeah i mean i mean are we are we assuming that's what happened to him did he not make it? I mean, we didn't see that, but right. I mean, you can assume that he's been it's killed. Who knows? They psh, that little thing it, it might be a robot. <laughs> okay, he could have had on bulletproof vest after bulletproof vest. I don't know. Uh, Lexi puts on High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> um, very interesting. I, I, you know, I always go back with um, uh, this actress. Um, and because this is a Judd Apatow and Maude Apatow, yeah, yeah, this is their daughter, and mm-hmm. so um, I enjoyed it. I, what I really liked was the behind-the-scenes featurette they did yeah. of the play. I, I, I yeah. thought that I, that was pretty hilarious. Favorite scene of the play: the boys in the gym room. Yeah, the Nate Jacobs definitely favorite scene by far. Very wild. Very wild. Um, Lexi and Fez. Yeah, that was really pretty and special. 
<laughs> didn't go anywhere. <laughs> really nice though. Um, you don't uh, know. It still could be a thing. Okay, Lo- the Lori story arc also didn't go anywhere. I don't feel like that. That's. I don't feel like that. That's gone though. Uh, right. It's got to still be a threat. So it's about to be a. It's about to be a problem because she's not about to let Rue just off the hook. So. Uh, Okay, and then lastly, the other big one, Cal Jacobs and his whole episode. So unfortunate. He'll be dead in a year. <laughs> I felt, I mean, I felt terrible for him, like, watching the episode yeah, and I really, seeing now how that, his that, life that went. The little feature at his feature yeah, was really it nice. it was very cute and I sad. It, I was yeah. like, damn. He, like, when he got the news that uh, his girl was uh, pregnant, and then hung up the phone and just yeah. started bawling. <laughs> like, my life is over. Sad. Um, so, I mean, the show was phenomenal. By far, I think episode five was the huge standout. Um, it was chaos from the literal first second yeah, of the episode. episode. Five was pretty. That's it the was very one that they intense. need to submit for nominations. Absolutely. That is definitely an Emmy and award winning episode. That was like an incredible short film. Yeah. 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 Um, what are your final thoughts on the show? I mean, are you thrilled? It has been renewed for. Oh, that's right. It's not stats. coming back till 2024. So that's not uh, confirmed yet, but I did want to give you a couple of stats. So they did get renewed for season three on April. HBO Max. It is the second most watched show in HBO history, only uh, second to Game of Thrones, being number one, of course, obviously. It had 6.6 million viewers for the season two finale. Oh, wow. Um, And it was the most tweeted show of the decade, confirmed by Twitter. I know we're not too far into the decade, we're only a couple of years, but so far it holds the title. What do you think? Oh, of this decade. Yeah. Since twenty twenty two. Cute. Um no, I mean I I could see all of those um yeah. being yeah, very accurate because it's it, like I said, it it gained momentum. Mm-hmm. Um and it 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 really wasn't a slow build because that first episode was just so chaotic and yeah, crazy. At the house party. Um but it's it's definitely one that will keep you interested. Um Let's hope that, you know, this, it doesn't take too long for them to come back, but I am, that's from what I hear that that's about to be the thing. I I will be definitely intrigued to see, I want to see more of a storyline with Sober Rue now. I do. I want to see more of a Sober Rue storyline and her making her way downtown, walking fast, faces pass, and she's homebound. That's what I want to see. So. I want to see more for the sister. That too. What is her? What is her sister's name in this? Isn't it like Leah or something? I I don't remember. Uh, Gia. Yeah, Gia. Gia. And it's by Sto- uh, Storm, Storm Reed. Reed. Yeah, Gia. So, but yeah, anywho, so that's my spotlight show, um, Euphoria, an, an amazing season, season, and um, I'll definitely be looking out for season three, as we all will be, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I definitely see some Emmy nominations coming their yes. way. Zendaya won an Emmy, best lead, best lead actress mm, in a drama series for this. They're going to have some more for she this. She will definitely be nominated again. For season two. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and take a break and then we will come back 
with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. Hey everyone, I am bringing us back in. Um, <laughs> so it is time for Fizz or what Flat. This is where Marcus and I get to go over the top pop culture moments of the week. Give them a fizz if we're feeling them or a flat not if, if we're, we're not. Okay, Marcus, what do you have up first? I'm just going to run through mine real quick, honey, because we don't even got to have no discussion because we all know, we all know what the movie of the hour is. Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange, a total fizz. So excited for this movie. Okay. So excited for what it means for the Marvel MCU. I haven't seen it. Cinemaverse. Well, because it hasn't come out yet. Oh, okay. Okay. But it is a huge movie, and I'm beyond excited and ready to go see it. I will be pre-ordering my tickets once they are available. When does it come out? Uh, In May, I think. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. That total fizz for me. What do you got? All right, uh, we'll give that a fizz too. Uh, sounds like it's going to be exciting. Um, so I wanted to talk about Kentucky's own Jack Harlow, uh, who was recently announced uh, as going to be a part of this White Men Can't Jump reboot. Who's going to be Wesley Snipes? So they're still trying to figure that out. Quavo has thrown his he put his name out there saying he wanted to do it but that's child neither here nor there as far as i'm concerned um but yeah so apparently there's going to be a reboot of that uh white man can't jump this was the movie with woody harrelson and wesley mm -hmm. snipes uh, back in the 90s uh directed by uh ron shelton now oh it also had rosie perez in it as yeah, well it did yeah. um yeah so what do you think about this? What do you think about this coming back? What do you think about them re doing a reboot? You know how I feel about reboots. It's, they don't all work. Um, what is this going to be on? What network? Uh, I think that this is going to be a full-length feature film. Oh, it's going to be a film? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's know. about 20th Century Fox. I mean, there are no new ideas. It's just a rehash of old ideas or a recontextualization of older ideas. I mean, yeah, some sure of that definitely. Um, I think that they, whoever he's working with, whoever Jack Carlos team is, I think is doing overtime and probably needs to be compensated a little bit more. I feel like he's been sure everywhere as of late. At, huh. um, more than some other And I artists. love that for him. Um, and so hopefully this is just going to be another kind of uh thing that he can put on the resume yeah. breaking breaking into acting yeah um it's one step closer to being a household name good for him so yeah. so i'll give this a fizz for sure uh hmm do you want to wait until you see who they have play wesley snipes yeah because i have a i have a casting i think um daniel from insecure i forget his real name but he would be good in this role for what as wesley snipes is, is that just because you think he looks like wesley snipes but uh, not just that but also the acting chops i think he's got the personality and more of kind of like that urban flavor that he needs to bring a character like that to life 
I think they might need to go with a little bit bigger name because this is Jack's first movie. So uh, I so think that they need to maybe put, who can be yeah, who can kind of help him um, um, get, you know, get situated. But also is going to also bring in some some money and some some people in to make some some money. Hmm. Um, so we need. I, I was hopefully a, hoping we would get a a, a more uh, prominent. Actor. Do you have a casting? I can't think of a more prominent. What about Aldous Hodge? Who is that? He is uh, was in The Invisible Man. He just came out with Elizabeth Moss. I'm gonna look him up. Hold on. That's Aldous Hodge. Oh, he's in. Um, he was in Underground. Yeah, he was also in Underground. That's where I know him from. Yeah. Uh, possibly that could be a thing. He's uh, about to be in the new DC movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. I could see someone like him. Um, I could see somebody maybe like a uh, maybe like a Daniel Kaluuya or you know somebody like somebody who just is like at least has been kind of out there already you know what I'm saying why not oh what about the guy from um, what about the guy from uh, uh, Moonlight Jarrell Jerome He was in the uh, when they see us, because he won the uh, what he won some awards for that too. What about the other dude from Moonlight, Trevor? What's his name? Ashton Sanders. No. Oh, who are you talking about? The the grown up version of the main character that had the grills in his mouth, mm. the dark skinned guy, Trevor or something. Trevante, Trevante Rose. Yeah. What about Trevante? Uh, maybe. I could see Trevante. Maybe. Um, I was thinking more somebody like who would be able to play opposite Jack youth. So you want somebody older. Jack Harlow's a young kid. Uh, so why can't the other his counterpart be young? That's what I'm saying. Trevante's not young. Oh. How old is Trevante? He's, I think he's in his 30s. I don't know, but bottom line, I mean, we okay. got to figure out who's, he's, he's 32. I'll, I'm not going to give this a fizz or a flat. I'm, I'm going to give it a fizz. I I, I want to see it for him. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, my next one um, <laughs> that I'm giving a total flat, the Batman. I'm sorry. Okay. Hey. I, th- a three-hour tour. <laughs> it's literally what it, and you and you know what? So the f- movie is three hours long. Yeah, it's it's three hours long, and I knew that we were in for a slog from the word go. That very first scene, just watching it kind of play out, I was like, "God, they are really drawing this out." I said, "This is going to be the whole movie," and sure enough. Well, I think for me, I think because um, I saw it too. It's more of like a horror film or suspense. It's psycholo- a detective psychological movie. thriller. Yeah, it's not a superhero than like a movie. Superhero yeah. film. I wasn't expecting um, that. And so, I mean, hey, I, it's it's a different kind of movie. Yeah. I, I think that they probably went in with the intent of making a different kind of movie, a different kind of um, type of superhero movie because. 
there's definitely a what I would call a saturation. Of, yeah. I mean, the yeah. Marvel universe is just like, come. I mean, it's definitely oversaturated right now, and so yeah. I think that they probably wanted to do something that was very stark and very different from that, um, because at the end of the day. I feel like DC has tried to do the big mega blockbuster type They're of films trying. that Marvel has, mm-hmm. and it hasn't necessarily worked for them. And so taking this different path, I think, allows them to kind of create their own, set out on their own and kind of create what you know what it is that they want to do which possible is, for the future. Which is totally fine, you know? I, I don't have an issue with that. I just think my main... Had I, I think because I went into the Batman thinking it was going to be a superhero movie, that's why my distaste for it has been, that's how my distaste for it has been framed. Had I had known that it was going to be a more of a suspense detective thriller, I think I probably would have liked it. Okay. And and it's so trivial to say, but I think that literally would have made the difference. What do you think about Zoe Kravitz? She looked beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. The acting Zoe did fine. She did fine. She did fine. She looked great. She, you know, I, there's rumor that she might be getting her own kind of little spinoff series on HBO Max. I would definitely be watching. Yes, she did. It's called Kimmy. Huh? It's called Kimmy. What is that? It's a show on HBO Max. But I'm talking about a Catwoman show. Yeah, because Kimmy is a little bit of a mess. <laughs> don't know her. I'm sorry. You should check it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, she did fine. I, I, like I said, I think the acting, everybody, fine. I just didn't, I don't think I liked, I didn't like how the story played out. And I didn't like how the story was paced. And I didn't like some of the choices the director chose to make. Yeah. Period. What did you think? Um, I'm giving this a flat as well, but just because of the length, I think that it was just ridiculous. <laughs> An hour could be, have been cut out of that um, easily. That long, and so yeah. the story that the the story that they had could have definitely been nice and wrapped up in ninety minutes. I just said um, ninety minutes. And so bitch. like ninety it minutes did not need to be two hours and fifty six minutes long. <laughs> I couldn't. I was not going to do that. I can't do that again. Not for so little payoff. Yeah. Um. So for that reason, it gets a flat for me. Ooh. All right. What else do you have? Well, okay. So the thing that I want to get you, I want to ask your opinion on is Kim Kardashian's uh, womanly advice. Get up uh, off your so butt. In a recent interview. Work. In a, listen, in a recent interview uh, with Variety, uh, Kim Kardashian was asked about any advice that she had for women in business. Okay, and her best advice. This is I'm just gonna read. Just the read quote. it, child. Okay, I have the best advice for women in business: get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You have to surround yourself with people that want to work. Um, <laughs> hold on, wait, 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 wait. I mean, you don't you gotta to, read no more. Okay, you have to surround yourself with people to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments. Um, so people have, I think it's kind of split in terms of what people have to say regarding this their reaction to what Kim has to say. Um, you know, she's definitely being called out of touch, um, offensive. 
uh, because, <laughs> you know, basically what people are saying is that how can you say get your fucking ass up and work and work hard when right. you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth? You know, your father was Robert Kardashian, um, you know, big time lawyer. And, Famous you know, lawyer. now you you basically got your platform with this sex tape and, you know, all of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, Kimberly, I'm sure she is a very nice woman. And I'm, I think I have chosen to place her in the same category that I place Kanye West. I just don't care. I don't, I don't really care. I think she definitely sounded out of touch here. I mean, I think, are you working now? Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. But you know, you, you got a hell of a catapult to get to, you know, where you are, where people who work day in and day out and don't even get a quarter of what, you know, you started out with. So can I, can I offer a quick change to the script and see if this will make you feel any differently about what she said? Okay. So just replace work with hustle. Does that change any of this for you? Because I said, I think when people hear work, they immediately take it to like hardcore, like blue collar jobs, like labor, like the everyday man, mm-hmm. um, which Kim, Kim Kardashian does not do. Like she's not going to do that. Her idea, her th- ideas of working and what her work is, is very different from what the everyday Absolutely, person's work I'm is. Sure. And so yeah. for me, I think what she was, I mean, she was trying to, you know, kind of get up there and say like, you got to go and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought like, I was like, you shouldn't have said work. You should have said like hustle. Cause I feel like mm. if that is definitely, that should be her, her fucking Cause middle she's name. A hustler. She is a hustler. She is hustle. She has, yeah. So she's definitely has been given a silver spoon and was definitely put in some places by just her life circumstance. Um, but I think that she has been able to do really great things for herself and the family with those circumstances. You know what I'm saying? She's been able to kind of flip and kind of, you know, hustle her way to the point that where she is now. Yeah, and I I get that. I hear that. I receive that. I would just also like to just say that, you know, there's a difference between having to hustle to make ends meet and then having to hustle to further a brand. Like, you know, Kimberly has not really ever had to make ends meet, so she's been able to focus on building this empire that she has and so maybe there may there are there is a large swath of people who are focused on hustling to make ends meet making it unfortunately not attainable at the moment to work on toward their dreams because they're just trying to survive and so i think that maybe was a little bit of more where the disconnect came from but at the same time I agree with what you're saying. Work is all perspective, you know. Yeah. What one person thinks work is to what another person thinks work is is could be but totally Kim, different. I will say this: Kim has a history of doing this stuff. Doing what? Of uh, of being up in uh, poor people business. <laughs> because she was one time on Twitter asking about the Powerball, and somebody tweeted back to her and was like, 
Bitch, stay out of broke people business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because she was playing the Powerball. Yeah, she's like, trying was to play, like, she was like, like every time I play, play the Powerball, I think I might give me a ticket or something like that. <laughs> like, stay like, out of broke girl, people's stay business. Girl, stay out of broke business. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. But, yeah, so I give, I give her, I'm going to give her um, advice a flat. I'm giving her advice a flat. Too. She should have worded it better. Yeah, but hey, I feel like she was trying to drop some knowledge because I feel like she is someone she who probably got tips. could. So yeah, she, she definitely got pro could tips. Drop some knowledge Absolutely. on like how to grow your business and how to do some Absolutely. things. Absolutely, I'm sure she probably could, but she delivery tone and delivery. All right, the last one I had, um, I just wanted to say the very first. Uh, trailer for obi-wan kenobi the new disney plus series star wars saga um came out it looks epic and i am excited to see it it is a total fizz for me because they have brought back ewan mcgregor and um christian hayden christensen uh to reprise their roles as anakin skywalker and obi-wan kenobi which means that other people could also return so i'm very excited for this um it actually comes out at the end of march so I'll be watching Total Fist for me. Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna give it a flat. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna give it a flat. Why are you giving it a flat? I think the Star Wars. We need to maybe let's pick a different franchise. What? I mean, we've been beating Star Wars now for about forty. There's so many stories to be told for about Star forty Wars, years. Though. We've been beating Star Wars. That's ass. the beauty of Star Wars. There's and so many great stories. It as many ways as y'all can. Let me tell you. Let's find something else. Rogue One to me is like one of the best Star Wars movies. Like it was such a complete. You movie. you sitting here mad about white Beginning, man can't jump and reboot. End. And well, these are not Star, reboots. And, and these Star are all Wars original ideas, been, original I mean, stories. It's it's there's no reboots. Child, it's the same. This is all shit. original same content. Honey. Same characters. No, they're not. They're all different characters. Oh, I've heard the name Obi Wan Kenobi. So Obi Wan is a, the same character, but he's okay, been the same so, character okay, throughout this entire so, saga. So let's talk about it. That's why I said so, this Star Wars. So is it saga. or is it not? Which which is it? Is what is what? Yeah. Not? So is it the same characters or is it not? It has always been oh, the same okay, character. So, okay, then. What are you... T- I'm so I confused. said same characters. You was like, it's not the same character. But I'm saying is that that's just one... This is one series. Like, there are so many other series that focus on a plethora of... Like, Boba Fett just got his own series. Okay, we got a whole well, Mandalorian a flat, series. And I'm Din not changing Jardin. on it. That's I fine. said what I said. You're a hater. And I'm not changing on it. And you don't even know what it. any of this stuff is anyway. So I don't even know why I'm wasting my breath. Yeah, I don't know why, because I'm not changing. You don't got to change. My, my judgment is final. It's fine. <laughs> judgment for the plaintiff. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's go. Uh, final thoughts for you on this episode? Final thoughts. Um, I am not suicidal. Oh, Lord. I am not suicidal. That definitely is just... I don't I'm still trying to process how I feel just about this whole entire situation that and the Ryan Coogler situation. Well, I already know how I feel about the Ryan Coogler situation, but this whole Jesse Smollett just from beginning, middle and end, you know, having been and am a Chicago resident and being kind of right in the middle of it and also being a black gay man. It's just very interesting how I'm processing this right now. I'm not I feel like. I'm not upset, but I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed 
I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I'm just disappointed. Okay. <laughs> right. You're not gonna get me. Okay. I'm just disappointed. Okay. Well, dis- um, what do you take it me, away? <laughs> I just want to send thoughts, love, and prayers to the Braxton family. Yes. Um, and in terms of just uh, moving on, you know, I I am also a uh, I'm one of five, and so mm-hmm. it definitely just kind of takes me back in terms of thinking about my loved ones and making sure that I am making the most of the time that we have here on Earth. Um, but definitely want to say, um, keeping y'all in my thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, on that note, uh, where can they find us? All right. So we, uh, our cold pop show on Instagram, TikTok. Hey, now. we are TikTokers. TikTokers. Okay. We have to change um, the game. As well as Twitter. You can find us at Cold Pop Podcast on Facebook if you are still there. Bless your heart. Ooh. Um, meta. Yeah. And then you can find me at Trenton Rashad um, on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end on all platforms. Like, we're literally, I want to pipe up the TikTok. We are about to be, cha- we're going to be the new all that. Is that is that going to be our thing? Maybe. 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 All right. We are out of here. Thanks so much for listening, you it's guys. It's so good to be, it feels good to be back. I'm back. <laughs> and now we're gone. <laughs>